Tiger fans, welcome to a special edition, episode number 25 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I'm your host, the Corey C., along with the co-host, Vic Wyatt. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. Apple users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Joining us today is the acting JSU president, Mr. Thomas Hudson. Welcome to the show, and thank you for coming on. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Corey. Uh, thank you, Victor. I uh, definitely appreciate the opportunity to uh, join this podcast with you today. All right. It's an honor to have you on. And uh, First and foremost, how are you and your family doing uh, during these unprecedented times that we're facing? I hope everyone's safe. Everyone is safe. I appreciate you asking. Uh, everyone is safe. Uh, my wife is doing well. I have two daughters, a first and a second grader, actually. So uh, as you can quite imagine, the homeschooling uh, is a challenge. It's, it's a challenge. Right. And if you ask my wife this question, I don't think she'll be quite as calm as I am because she's taking on more of the burden of the homeschooling. Uh, I pitch in where I can. But uh, everyone's safe. Uh, everyone's doing well. Uh, just very grateful uh, in the time of this pandemic to have everyone you know, doing well and being safe. So Awesome. That is That is great news. Great to hear that. Uh, so, Mr. Hudson, can you tell us about your background and what led you home to Jackson State eight years ago? Well, eight years ago, I was actually working as a uh, attorney in private practice. Um, and, you know, the opportunity presented itself. There was a position, actually, an EEO officer position that was available and that was in line with my background. And I thought it was just a great time to come back, uh, would be a great place to work and a great time to serve in my alma mater. Uh you know, I would do things like come back for homecoming, of course, uh, come back for different programs and things like that. And just seeing how the campus had grown and how much the campus was progressing uh, was really something I wanted to be a part of. So it was just the right time and the right opportunity. Great, great. Well, um, as an alumnus of Jackson State, uh, can you elaborate on how it feels to serve as our acting president right now? Well, first of all, it's an honor and a privilege uh, to serve uh, in any leadership role, but especially as acting president, you know, of my alma mater. Uh, as a 1999 graduate of JSU, uh, this school is really a large part of my educational foundation, and I just have a deep love for the institution. Uh, you know, it's here, you know, I met a lot of friends, um, met a lot of professors who helped shape me into the professional I am today. Uh, it's where my family went to school. It's where my mom went to school. Uh, even after she had me, uh, it was really the first campus I ever knew. So it, it is definitely an honor and a privilege uh, to be able to give back to a school that's poured so much into me. Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Hudson, I can imagine that being thrown into the position of running a university comes with a, a number of challenges, but how have you and your staff managed to navigate the university through this unexpected COVID-19 pandemic? Uh, unexpected is, is exactly what it was. Uh, but the first thing we had to do and the first thing we did was to make sure uh, we ensured the safety and the well-being of our students, our faculty and staff. And that was always at the forefront of our decision making as we tried to uh, you know, run the university and manage and navigate through this pandemic. Um, 
understanding just the magnitude and the implications. We also recognized that acting quickly and decisively was in the best interest of our campus community. So what we really did was start to make a number of decisions early on that uh, helped us manage and work our way through this pandemic while again ensuring and maintaining the safety of the university, our faculty, our staff, and our students. Uh, one of the earliest things we did, of course, is you know, we moved from a traditional to an online and alternative instruction methods and uh, also implemented, designed and implemented a COVID-19 response plan. And those were just some of the things that's allowed us to so far, thankfully, manage uh, relatively well. Obviously, this is unexpected. It's a lot of stress and strain on our students, our faculty and staff. But I must say they've managed uh, extremely well and they've made my job much easier than it could have been. So I'm very thankful uh, and our alumni as well, just for their support, just very thankful and proud of how the university has managed through this unexpected, unprecedented time. Right, right. Uh, you just mentioned that we just that we had to transition to online learning due to this pandemic. Um, but I recall that a few years ago under Dr. Carolyn Myers at the university was very proud of this IPAC Technology Advantage Scholarship Initiative. And in that program, we integrated technology into the curriculum. Uh, can, can you elaborate on how um, that program created a culture shift or technological in infrastructure um, that is helping us out right now with the, with the online learning? Well, actually, uh, and, and I'm thankful that the university has always, uh, throughout its history, from uh, even from President People's time, going through Dr. Myers, Dr. Mason, and whatnot, we have always tried to position, the university has always tried to position itself on the front line of innovation and aim to provide students with the best technological resources available. Um, this is one of the ways we ensure that our students are prepared for an ever-evolving world. And uh, just now, we, we recently opened a Center for Innovation, which allows us to do things like podcasting, which we're doing now. Uh, it combines education, research, and technology. So really, integrating technology into our curriculum has always been a part of the JSU culture. And if you look through the lineage of presidents, all have played a role, a vital role in ensuring that continues. And I'm just happy to, you know, in, in some way, carry on that legacy. Uh, obviously, it is much needed now. It's a necessity. And I'm very happy that the university has always invested in those uh, technological resources. Uh, it, it really puts us somewhat ahead of the curve as we relate to these types of activities. And that is awesome. That is awesome. Can you also elaborate on the financial stability and the enrollment projections for the university? Well, right now, uh, in terms of financial stability, uh, the university is managing well. Uh, where we're managing well, uh, we're doing uh, as well as can be expected. You know, you understand, of course, that with the pandemic, there's going to be a lot of uncertainty. But I can tell you that our financial standing is strong. Uh, the Division of Enrollment Management, our recruiters, they have hard at work actively recruiting using online resources. Uh, if you follow uh, the undergraduate recruitment page, for instance, you'll see a lot of activity with virtual tours. Uh, they're moving towards virtual online orientation. So with all of that being said, we really anticipate a solid enrollment for the fall semester. 
So, you know, I, of course, would like to applaud the efforts of our faculty, our staff, uh, our enrollment management team for their continued commitment to the university. And with respect to our finances, you know, really applaud the university for continuing to take make those tough choices, make those sacrifices to keep our foundation strong. So, again, a lot of uncertainty out there, as you can imagine. Uh, but we're really managing well. And look, not to give you too many podcast ideas, but you really, uh, we have a solid enrollment management team. And you, it, they can best tell you better than I can all the various ways they've uh, really tried to keep our enrollment going and keep our recruiting going, even during this uncertain time. Great. Well, we're always looking for new ideas, so we'll write those things down. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Now, um, so. Uh, in your current position as acting president, what is your number one objective for Jackson State? Or in other words, what would you like to be your legacy from the seat of acting president? Well, you know, that's a that's an interesting question. And I'm, I'm you know, pondering it now. Uh, I think a lot of times when you have acting or interim in front of your title, the thinking is, well, I'm just keeping the seat warm. But uh, I always remind people that while it's an honor to be uh, acting president at Jackson State, that is not an honorary position. That is an active working position. So my objective is, first of all, to for however long I'm here to leave this position better than I found it. And that's not any indictment on any previous person. Every person should leave whatever seat they're in better than they found it. And that is my number one objective. Uh, obviously, I'm going to continue to act in the best interest of Jackson State University. And, you know, again, I'm very happy to serve as the acting president. It's an honor, but it, it is a working position and it requires that I'm almost at my best and that we do things in the best interest of the university. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, switching to sports just for a second, obviously, it's a, a sports uh, podcast. We appreciate uh, all the feedback you've given us so far, all the input that you've given us so far. But women's basketball. Coach Tamika Reed, they recently brought a renewed energy to JSU athletics, uh, very much needed. Mm -hmm. And so can you speak on what their championship means to the university and does it have any impact on the direction of athletics and expectations of other programs? Well, that's a great question. And of course, we're very, very proud of the success of our basketball, women's basketball programs and all of our programs, uh, both athletic and academic. Uh, you know, we were disappointed we weren't able to compete in the SWAC and NCAA tournament where I think we would have really raised some eyebrows, but we are excited and proud of what Coach Reed and her team achieved uh, in, in just a relatively short period of time. She has come and totally re-energized. Uh, if you've ever gone to any of the games, you know, they're, they're very exciting to watch. Uh, they carry themselves uh, in great. They do a great job of carrying themselves and really representing this university. So we couldn't be prouder of Coach Reed and the uh, women's basketball team. All right. Well, Mr. Hudson, before we wrap things up, are there any final words or thoughts that you'd like to leave with the JSU alumni and supporters who are listening? Well, you know, for those who are listening, and again, I just want to thank you uh, for your support. Uh, I'm one of you, and I'm, I'm invested in seeing this university do well. And just thank you for your continued support for Jackson State, uh, for the university, and, you know, even during this pandemic, you know, we remain JSU strong and we just want to, uh, you know, continue to lift each other up, uh, continue to keep our students in mind. You know, this is a very tough situation for them uh, with the postponement of commencement and having to move online. Uh, let's continue to work with and keep our students lifted and keep our students supported. 
But overall, I just want to thank everyone for their uh, work and uh, for their prayers. And again, we'll, con we'll continue to move forward. All right. Awesome stuff. We definitely want to thank you for coming on to the show. We really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, that'll do it for episode 25 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. Leave a question or a comment while you're at it, and we'll be sure to read it on air. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department, and it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag the I love.